Good evening and welcome to episode 202 of the Private Property Podcast. I'm your host, Uzamandungwa Kumalo. It's a Wednesday edition of the Private Property Podcast. We're doing things slightly differently uh, this evening. I know that on Wednesdays we typically have somebody from the AXA Home Loans team. Well, we are, uh, you know, shifting things just slightly. Uh, don't worry, the AXA team will be back. So you can be rest assured that we're going to continue having them on the Private Property Podcast. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome to the only daily property talk show in South Africa where we make your property decisions just that much better. Uh, We really do help each other out on navigating our property decisions, whether we are renting or looking to buy, sell, or perhaps if we are investing in property. We certainly do not leave anyone behind. If anything, we always say want to make the property circle bigger. And one of the best ways to do that is to, of course, be able to make the best informed decision Uh, And one of the things that we pride ourselves in in, is bringing various expert guests uh, to help us navigate making the right property decisions. And welcome back to all our regular viewers. It's always so great to have you. As usual, we absolutely love hearing from you. Do keep uh, sharing this particular live to make sure that your friends and family can have a sneak peek in what you get up to every single evening at 7 p.m. Well, one of the other things that you can look forward to, especially this evening, is the first time home buyers show that will be coming to your screens at 8 p.m with S.E. Classen, so do make sure that you stay tuned later on this evening, uh, where she takes you through a great episode of uh, the First Time Home Buyers Show, and of course, for all first time home buyers, you certainly do not want to miss that one out. And every Tuesdays and Thursdays, Umbali Noko brings you the farming podcast, so for all of you at home who've got green fingers or exploring to go into agriculture, that is the podcast for you. So do make sure that you set those alarms for the farming podcast every Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8p. You know, in the market to buy into a new estate or a new complex, well, Chad will bring you the Home Shoppers Show, where he gets to profile some of the best estates and complexes that this country has on offer. So that certainly is quite a number of different programs that you can expect from us here on private property and across our social media platforms. Platforms. And talking about social media, do uh, keep in touch with myself at Zamantungwa underscore K on Instagram, as well as on Twitter. Love getting the conversation, uh, continuing the conversations into social media and not just on this live. Now, one of the other things that I absolutely love is giving away money. And that's exactly what you can look forward to later on this evening, where we will be giving away 500 rand in cash. And this is the spot prize for our Sherlock Holmes competition. And that's, of course, the competition we're running on www.privateproperty.co.za. And all we are asking you to do is to crack the riddle. So every single week for the next 12 weeks, we share a riddle with you and we want you to crack the riddle and let us know where the riddle points you. And we we certainly share that riddle every Monday morning and you've got all the time in the world to crack the riddle. And the lucky winner that gets to 
you know, crack the riddle the right way, walks away with 5,000 Rand voucher every single Friday. And on Tuesday, on Wednesdays and Thursdays, we also give away that spot prize. And the riddle for this week, which is week five uh, of the 12 week long competition, is east of where the centurion stands. You'll find a house of English beauty, space for your Aston, the Bentley, and the Jag, and four bits up the Conwall Hill. And that is the riddle for this week's Sherlock Holmes hunt. So all the best to you at home who are going to try and crack that riddle in order to stand a chance of walking away with that 5,000 rand voucher. Well, do make sure that you stay tuned for later on in the show where we will be giving away that 500 rand in cash. You have to be watching us live so that you can raise your hand and let us know that you are indeed watching. Well, to get us started with this evening's conversation, I'm joined by somebody who needs no introduction. We've had him on the show before. And this evening, we're going to be looking at if you're struggling to qualify for a home loan, what we'll be reviewing what you know, the various ways uh, for you to better your chances of getting that home loan and to help us better understand uh, some of the barriers of entry for some of the applicants and also what they can do to make sure that they, you know, better their prospects in future is Usoli Mulefa Sucharo, who's the founder and the director at Setsmall. Soli, good evening and thank you so much for joining us. Good evening, Zama. Good evening, the audience. So, Sally, it's always so great to have you on the show. I think one of the big things with this evening's you know, conversation is that uh, we often talk a lot, of course, about the home ownership journey, how people mm. should um, you know, get ready for even the home buying journey. You should be saving not just for the deposit, but also for the attorney fees and other associated costs. But mm. really, do we explore you know, what happens when somebody doesn't qualify for a home loan mm. and perhaps what they can you know, proactively do in order for them to, to qualify the next time they apply. And before we look at, I'll say, the solutions, I actually want us to first perhaps explore some of the reasons why people end up not being able to qualify for a home loan uh, that you've come across. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Zama, thank you very much. Uh, I'm going to take you a little bit backward, what has been shown here to say. The background is all, it's all about credit bureau records of a person to say people don't know that credit bureau is the second important document in life especially when you are going to be in a credit environment where you're going to apply for home loans whatever credit you're going to apply so there is where where i've seen a lot of things is that people go out there and 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 select houses or property without that knowledge of how much can they qualify, which, which is causing stress, is causing disputes in the family when they have been declined. So we are, we are simply saying from the background of this topic today, people should consider that it's an ID document that you need, but the second one is your credit bureau profile that one needs to know and understand how it works in, in life as a credit active person. So we, we have seen a lot of people being disappointed, head and, and, and angry because they didn't qualify. They think it's us who are disqualifying them. I would like to make it clear from the start, you disqualify yourself, which I'll explain later. Nobody puts you to be a bad, to have a bad credit record, no one. It's the system, not only even the system, yourself, 
on how do you live and how do you conduct your life under credit, which, which I'm looking at going to share about that. So in, in short, uh, I would like people to understand that today's life is credit. You need to know and understand how to play the game when it comes to credit bureau records. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and I think, Solomon, when, when you explore some of the even different clients that you've encountered uh, in the nearly 20 years in the industry, what have been some of the, the I'll say, misunderstandings uh, mm -hmm. that people tend to have when it comes to their credit profile um, and even how we should be having a healthy credit profile in order for us to access yeah. you know, credit and credit yeah. at the even right interest rate. So what have been some of the, the challenges, as it were, that we sometimes yeah. face as sort of normal consumers and, and we mm -hmm. don't quite understand uh, is and when it comes to our credit profile and credit bureaus? Yeah, Zama, spot on on that one. People don't have a clue at all. The steps challenge number one is that people don't have a clue what goes into a credit bureau profile and they don't know the role of a credit bureau profile. What does it, the impact or the, the effect or how important it is, this document or this profile. That's the, that's, that's the beginning of the whole thing. The second thing is the challenges that we see and analyze was that the interpretation of the very same credit bureau report. It's, it's, it's written in foreign language. <laughs> It's written in, in, in credit language, in a technical, complex terminologies out there. You know, uh, uh, people don't understand when you say credit score, for an example, which we will talk about that. What is a credit score? What, what does it play? What, what does it mean? Uh, uh, as I'm saying, where do I get this credit bureau record? Uh, we have seen some companies are coming out and saying, click, click, apply. Yeah, people apply, they download them. But what next after downloading? Uh, you, you find damages within that credit bureau profile. You find bad records. You find that your name has been blacklisted. The word blacklisting is so big that people think blacklisting is something bad. Whereas technically, blacklisting is another form of being badlisted, you know, depending on, on, your, on your conduct. How do you conduct yourself? So that's why I usually say to most of the people, I don't know politically to say, why doesn't blacklisting change to become pink listing maybe? Because <laughs> black is bad. <laughs> so yeah, in, in a real sense, is to say the language spoken, uh, judgment, uh, liquidation, sequestration, you name it. And, yeah. and, and, and this language is foreign. It's, it's something people don't understand. And they ask and fight us and say, sorry, but how can, you, how can I have this kind of information now? I want my house. Why do you decline me? I'm paying. I'm Whereas they have no technical understanding of what is written and what does it mean and what to apply or imply or take action in fixing that. Mm. And in fixing the process in fixing, we see some unscrupulous business dealers out there who will charge yeah. you and, and exploit you because you don't have knowledge. You don't know what you're doing. You depend entirely on them. I have a client yesterday who said, I paid this guy 10 grand, but he never rehabilitated me. He never repaired my credit bureau record. Mm. I, I have already applied, filled in, uh, offered to pay it. I've done everything. So I thought he has done that only to find out I get the client. So mm. for us, we are saying first thing first, understand your credit profile and let's see what is in there. And let's recommend, let's identify the challenges. Mm -hmm. 
people don't know about that as i as i'm saying it's technical information which needs professional people to assist you to interpret and tell you about you <laughs> in a credit for in a credit uh, industry to say it's you in credit look at who you are credit cards what does it mean paying clothing shops what does it mean uh, you know my son is all this this credit industry and role players how does it affect you and mm -hmm. and, and uh, uh, there's there's rumors people want quick fix in my last one said there's no quick fix in housing in property there's no quick fix it's a journey and I think, you know, and I think, you know, so I actually do have to echo that, that it's one of the, 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 the analogies that we like painting, especially when it comes to property, is that it's, it's a marathon, it's not a sprint. Exactly. And in the event where you do find yourself, uh, you know, not having the right credit or your credit is bad for whatever reason, mm -hmm. because different things happen, sometimes life happens, even repairing your credit is, is yeah. also not a, a sprint, you know, it's, it's a marathon, you kind of have to take it day by day. And mm -hmm. of course, to our viewers at home, if, if you've got any questions or comments when it comes to, uh, you know, your your credit score, your credit profile, and your odds of, you know, getting that home loan, do send them through, we'll be addressing them. Uh, so we've got a, a question here coming through from Facebook, uh, and this one is coming from Miriam Calvert, who asks, what should my minimum credit score be to qualify? Uh, so, you know, Sally, what typically is that minimum uh, um, yes. versus credit score for people to qualify for yeah. a home loan? Generally, the worst case scenario, minimum, it's 600 points or 600% what they, how they write, but 600 is the minimum. Once you start 590 downwards, the, 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 the financial institution or the creditor won't even look into your credit profile. It's mm. 600 going upwards, the worst case scenario. If you're on a safe side, it's when you go 620, 650 going up, then you are, you are fair, good, excellent, you know? But once you get to 600 going downwards, forget it. They, they, they won't even look at your, your reasons to say, I can afford. You know, affordability also plays a role there. I have money, I can, it doesn't work like that. It simply says, let's look at your, your, your history. Also, another thing, Zama, the credit profile is information about your historic credit payments profile. How did you conduct yourself two, three years ago? Some people say, actually, the credit industry said my information will be removed after three or five years. I said, oh, you need to pay your debt, my friend. Even if you, it can take even 10, 15 years. Some people are telling people that. They say, no, automatically the system will remove you. Yes, it will be removed provided, provided you are doing something to show accountability, that you are there. You are not running away. You're not disappearing. You're not waiting for the system to automatically remove you. Because you're active somewhere else. And here is this debt that is sitting on your head for three years. You're thinking it will be automatically removed. Whereas, but you are having another debt that you're paying. It won't get removed. They will still hunt you and say, but once you pay us this five years old debt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They will catch up with you then. And we, we are taking more of your questions and comments at home this evening. I'm joined by Usali Mulefu Suchara, who's the founder and director at Setsmore. And we're looking if you're struggling to qualify for a home loan. And we, we're reviewing, uh, you know, what you can do to better your chances. And Sali, we'll get to some of the suggestions that you have for our viewers at home in terms of what they can begin to start doing in order to better their prospects of securing mm -hmm. that home loan. 
We've got a question coming in from Facebook. This one is from Tiffany Robin Miller, who asks, what is the most effective way to build one's credit record? Yeah, that is a very good question. That is a technical question that I wanted to go into. The best formula is pay your creditors or your debts on time, on or before the due date. That you need to know. That's the best formula you can, you can revive yourself. Because it's a track record, this credit bureau. It, we look at how you conducted yourself. Mm. The second one, try to pay your debts as quickly as possible. You know, uh, uh, there are different types of debts. There are revolving loans. There are long-term loans. Uh, you know, all those kind of language, it's technical. People don't know that if, if I skip one month on a revolving loan, <laughs> I'm damaging 5% of of my credit score uh, they don't have that or smaller than a credit that you close for example closing that small closing account that you are taking for granted it's the one that destroys you as compared to a bad bigger bigger loan that you have you need to pay so mm -hmm. it's paying on time at the right amount or to put an extra pay we spoke about that put an extra pay to build confidence of the future borrower, the future bank, gonna say, hey, this guy, is, he knows his stuff, he knows what he's doing. And, 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 and another element, the third one, consistency, every month. You skip the red light you that month. And what does it do, the red light, to say you didn't pay that month? It drops the credit score again, to say you're a bad payer, you're not consistent, you don't know what you are doing. So these three elements are critical. The right amount at the right time, an extra pay and consistently that can make you a great person in credit industry yeah yeah so sorry I, I, I now sorry i want us to get to you know some of the suggestions um for mm -hmm. viewers at home who may have found themselves um you know struggling yeah. to qualify for a home yeah. loan or perhaps yeah. they did apply but their application got declined and yeah. let's assume the reason for the the decline uh, wasn't because of the property but it was because of their financial situation yeah. or their credit score yeah. what are some of the active steps uh, can they start taking in order to best position themselves that the next time they apply they can be able to oh. uh, secure that home loan Thank you, Zama. That is still, again, as I said, technical. Consistency every month, the right amount for the next coming three months will change the scenario, will change your credit record, will, will improve and enhance your credit score to grow. That shows that now you are disciplined and you are committed to paying this debt. The second element to improve that is stop running around looking for credit. You know, people go around giving people ID numbers to say, I want to buy this sofa for my house. He, he hasn't qualified yet. Already he's thinking sofa, TV, fridge. And then he'll issue an ID to say, hey, I need to buy this fridge for the new house that I'm buying. I need the sofa. All those retailers, all those furniture and you name it, they're going to log into your credit profile and check you. And once they do that, they drop drastically your credit score to say you are not settled, you don't know what you are doing, you're running around looking for credit. So people should avoid issuing their ID documents to creditors without using the right credit and buying. Because if you don't buy, already 2-3% has been deducted. What I'm simply saying, in short, in the credit profile, how you'll see it, there are people who are looking at your profile. When they log in, they drop your credit score. So stop 
issue your once you issue id number and applying for credit do it but don't say i'm i want to uh, i'll come back you know we, we 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 usually say no this offer is expensive i'll come back but we have already given this sales agent an id who's gonna log in and check you and drop your credit score at the end of the day your credit score is being reduced without doing anything just by giving an id that is the biggest challenge which people need to be careful on lastly the biggest what we have picked up this past two years the updates the creditors they don't update the information to the credit bureau records when we download them we found up which stands for updates not np nu not updated not updated you find that the whole year the creditor that you are paying doesn't send data to 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 the credit bureau to say no he's a good payer he's paying we found that it's it's red with nu not updated not updated and you find this guy has paid this debt three years ago he's closed the account but the credit bureau doesn't have information from the creditor so you you need to constantly check your credit profile regularly maybe quarterly or as they say once a, once a year but i don't believe a year it's, it's too long a year let's say quarterly you check did they update my information did they update did they tell them that i paid that's the killer the most killer disease in credit profiles of our society the credit task i'm appealing to them let them inform credit bureau uh, 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 companies to update information to record information i cannot accept i cannot accept someone having not updated information for three years imagine three years it's red and this person when you look at this is a regular good payer and i think you know sorry i think one of the big things there um, and and we've we've certainly emphasized this on different in different episodes especially when we've spoken to michelle dickens from uh you know tpn credit bureau that you do want to as as a as a viewer at home make sure that you get that annual um you know credit report mm-hmm. from the credit bureaus yeah, you've got yeah. that one three one so you can do it across the different ones and you see what your yeah and you've closed it but it's still appearing on your profile closed and um, we're going to go continue to hear coming through from what if you have no or little credit on your name how will this affect your application Come again, Zama. There, I'm having challenges. Sound, yeah. So, so the question, this one is coming from Facebook. It's from Delano Scouts asking, "What if you have no or little credit on your name? How will this affect your application?" Yeah, great stuff. Great stuff. Remember, we're looking of we're looking at a property here. It's worth thousands of rands, hundred and something thousand minimum, and you have a little trace of whether you are a good payer or a bad payer. I can't trust you because I haven't seen you challenging or defeating uh, big accounts or paying big accounts regularly or, or consistently. You, you'll be sort of a high risk to me to say, but this guy wants half a million bucks, but he doesn't have a track record of, of at least 200,000, you know, 300 or half of, of, of 500,000. So I need that record as a backup to say, I need to trust to believe that you can pay and you know what you are doing. So little information about you makes it you a high risk 
because you will get little. Exactly. They balance this. The financial they look at that to say, uh-uh, I can't give you one million, but you don't have even a debt of, of 100,000. I can't. Uh, you might be a regular good payer. The more you have credit, Zama, the more the chances you get more money, provided you afford to pay them on time, consistently, and doing extra pay. That pushes us to affordability, which people take it for granted. Affordability. Because now, if I can't afford, automatically I'm damaging my credit bureau profile. Well, I won't pay that one. I won't pay that one. Therefore, the credit bureau captures that data. To say, ah, you can't afford, you can't pay. So don't belittle yourself. Just use the power you have of your affordability. It will benchmark you to say, are you average, poor, or high? And if you are in a high risk, I can't borrow you. But if you are a good payer who can fight, let's say a debt of a car. Nowadays, cars are 500000 If you can prove to me that, hey, you paid that car, or you are finishing that car, or you are paying that car regularly, I'm willing to say I can push you to, to one million to borrow you that money. It sense, I'm sure. Now, yeah. Before we wrap up this conversation, before I let you go, uh, any final tips for our viewers at home when it comes to best positioning themselves to being able to qualify for that home loan? Right. Contact us, number one. Contact us. So, yeah, we're there. Assessment is there. Uh, the most one, what they want to hear is that there is not only, don't depend on one credit bureau. There are four credit bureaus. Ensure that you have all the data of the four credit bureaus, then it will make you free or understand and happy or sad that you have the true data. Because the other credit bureaus, they, they, they will list you this way, the other credit bureau will list you differently. You, that's what we see. People think when they have one credit bureau, they are done. It's not done. It's four credit bureaus. If you are able to get that four credit bureaus records, you, you're on the right track. Don't depend on one don't depend because they will say this one will blacklist you. This one will give you 800 points. Whereas the other one gives you six and then you end up confused not knowing which one to use. So make sure that you have access to those four, collect them and sit down, read them and understand them and take action in repairing them. We're willing to add value to them, your audience, Zama, to the country. They can contact us and share this education. They can join me on my sessions where I now present a credit profile to say, this is what it looks like, and this is what is the damage, everything that technical we've spoken about. I'm appealing to mm -hmm. people lastly to say, should you talk about credit or you need credit? The first stop is your credit profile. The rest mm -hmm. will follow. Thank you, John. And, and and, and that's such a great place to leave it there, Sol. And I think to all our viewers at home, I certainly do urge you to go to any of the credit, uh, pro credit bureaus that is you know, online and you can get your free credit uh, yeah. record and get a sense of what the credit score is. And if you yeah. have any issues, I think follow up before you want to apply especially for a home loan. Uh, so we are going to leave it there. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. Thank you, Zama. Founder Thank and you. director at Sesmo. for a quick break. And when we come back, we will be announcing the lucky winner of that 500 grand cash prize. Remember, you want to stay on the live so that you can raise your hand should you come back on. We're going to go for a quick break. Thank you.
Welcome back to episode 202 of the Private Property Podcast. I'm your host, Uzamantungwa Kumalo. Well, it is that time of the evening where we get to give away 500 rand in cash to one lucky viewer. Uh, this is, of course, the spot prize for our Sherlock Holmes competition. And the potential lucky winner for this evening goes to Uponzo Mamelo Njine. Uh, that is Ponzo Mamelo Njine. I'm going to give you a minute to let yourself be known. We want to see if you're watching us live. Uh, do text us down here below uh, to claim your 500 grand cash prize. And if you if you want to be just like Ubonzo, all you have to do is enter the Sherlock Holmes competition. And every Wednesday and Thursday is that you need to be watching us live. And that's certainly the only thing that you need to be able to do. So that is Bonzo Mamelo Jr. I'm going to give you a quick minute uh, to make yourself be known and see if you are in fact available uh, for us. And I remember actually last week, we didn't get that second winner, if I remember correctly. I'm going to ask the team. Uh, I think I rolled over that 500 grand prize. So Ponza might actually be in for a bit of a treat. And I see she is in the house. My colleague has let me know that Ponzo is in fact in the house. So congratulations to you, Ponzo. You walk away with that cash prize. Uh, the team will be in touch with you to uh, coordinate so that you can get that money. Well, if you want to be just like Bonzo, then do make sure that you watch us live and, of course, enter the competition uh, in order to stand a chance to win. Well, that's it from me, Zamandunga, and the rest of the Private Property Podcast team. I'll be handing over this evening to Estee Klassen for the first time home bias show that's going to be coming up at 8 p.m. Until then, hoping you're staying home and staying safe. Director of Tax Hockey. 
and I'm also the assistant coach for the first two ladies. I moved to Ferry Glen about five years ago. Ferry Glen is a really safe place and the people are really kind. Some of my friends live really close by in suburbs like Equestria and Olympus. In the morning I will wake up, make myself a cup of coffee, go for a jog in the Ferry Glen Nature Reserve or even just in the neighbourhood. It's safe, quiet and the environment is really nice. I love Ferry Glen because I'm near the city but I'm not in the city. I like to go to Pretoria Country Club to clear my mind um, on my own, to relax and just to enjoy a round of golf. In Pretoria East we really have nice uh, places to visit like Midland Mall and Brooklyn Mall that is really close by. There are also a lot of top schools in the area like Pretoria Boys High and Washington One of the most beautiful places to see the whole of Pretoria is the Fort Capricorn viewpoint. And that's my neighborhood.